Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of America Unhinged. My name is Jeff Dornick. I'm filling in for my good friend, Dr. John Diamond. We've got a great show lined up for you guys today. Segment one will be joined by Michelle Swinnick. In the second segment, we've got uh, Ann Vandersteel uh, with some updates from Panama dealing with her uh, operation Burning Edge. So make sure that you guys are, are, are staying tuned and, and staying tuned for the for the entire episode. But, you know, I, I think I think for me, I, ju- I just want to start off with the importance of taking action. We're going to be talking about that a lot in both segments in whatever issue that we're dealing with a lot of times it's easy to you know go the whole rah rah we can do things and look at what trump's doing look at what mike lindell's doing look at what all these other people are doing we can get fired up and we contribute to them contribute to congressional candidates the whole deal but it really comes back to we the people so we're going to be talking a bit about not only the information, what the heck's going on, but also what you guys can do about it. So that, that's that's going to be the show for today. I truly appreciate everybody tuning in, and we'll be right back and kick things off here with, with Michelle Swinnick here in just a few seconds. SAT123.com, they have put together a really incredible package, emergency backup communication systems, power systems. We've got sat phones. We've got uh, solar panels and also the big 400 watt solar panel behind us there. And why does this matter? Because of course, right now we are dealing with massive risk of blackouts and the power grid is just failing, you know, intermittently, but it's going to get worse because we've also got energy shortages. Think about the lack of coal power, the diesel problems that are happening right now. If you're in the military or the National Guard or Border Patrol, or law enforcement and you need to be able to function even when the power grid goes down or maybe you're a first responder rescue team firefighter paramedic you name it you need to know about this equipment so sat123.com folks this was made possible by brighteon.com after being deplatformed by youtube i built brighteon.com so that we can speak. All voices of dissent are welcome. Join Brighteon.com now, post your videos today, and start building an audience there where you will not be censored. Brighteon.com. Freedom of speech is a basic human right that has been hard won and granted to all law-abiding Americans. As such, we should not take our freedom of speech and expression for granted. 
This is more important now than ever before, since world governments and the mainstream media often try to suppress those whose opinions differ from the so-called official narrative. Here at FridayOnStore.com, we are dedicated to fighting for every American's right to speak their mind without the fear of censorship or suppression. That's why every purchase you make at FridayOnStore.com supports our pro-liberty video sharing platform, Brighteon.com, so we can keep bringing you all the latest unrestricted videos mainstream media doesn't want you to see. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at RightyOnStore.com today. Hey guys, we are back here on America Unhinged. Again, my name is Jeff Dornick. I, I host a daily show called The Jeff Dornick Show. We air every single day, 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 o'clock Eastern. You guys can just look it up on Rumble or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, all that kind of stuff. Uh, one thing really quick, uh, make sure that you guys, uh, if you guys want to you know, check out more of my content, you guys can go to my Substack, jeffdornick.substack.com, post all of my shows, articles, interviews, and all, the, and all, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and I'm also working on a social media platform called Pickaxe. It can be a completely constitutionally free speech platform. You guys can sign up for that today at pickaxe.com. P-I-C-K-A-X.com. We're launching in January, so make sure you guys are part of that. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and bring on our first guest, good friend of mine, Michelle Swinnick. You get many of you guys already know her from her show here on Brighteon. But Michelle, welcome to the show. We're glad we could sit down here and chat here for a little bit. Well, good morning. You're sitting. I'm standing. Remember, that's how this sure. works. The boys sit down. The girls do all the heavy lifting. That's why Ann and I are on today to show you guys how to take action and tell you what's going on. So good morning. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we were we were just talking about just before uh, just before you came on that you know, breaking news: Diane Feinstein passed passed away. Um, I passed? mean, you sure you want to use "passed away"? I mean, I'm trying I'm trying to be somewhat <laughs> somewhat respectable. <laughs> well, murdered, murdered. I and we you just mentioned you know it's timing. I think I think uh, enough people. Well, I don't know if enough people in America are on on the same page as when when famous people die. At this point in the game, you have to question, really. I mean, I'm not saying they're not dead. I'm just saying how that happened, right? So the shutdown starts tomorrow at 11.59 p.m. They need to change the headlines. They need to go ahead and maybe talk about something else. And boom, this morning, literally two minutes before we go on, it says Feinstein's dead at 90. Yep. I just do these emoji faces. Hmm. I'm gonna give him emoji face. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> well, it, it's it's it seems to me too that you know, especially when you deal with like a, a lot of these you know famous deaths, especially when you're dealing with politicians, and it's like they all they all they always die right at a very convenient time. It's never it's <laughs> right. never when Congress isn't in session. It's never no. when the president is on vacation and nobody's around and it's a low news cycle. It's always when there's something controversial happening. You know, like we just had a debate where now people were talking about the Republicans. We've get we've got we've got the shutdowns coming up. We've got all these kinds of things that are kind of going a little bit out of control for the for the Biden administration and the Democrats. Mm. So it's like, oh we got to shift attention back over here to this quote unquote amazing Democrat who's been serving this country faithfully for however many decades. Well, you know, I was just wondering, so, you know, they probably have a, some sort of a system where who's going to draw the short straw. So it was either her or Carter, right? So it's a matter of what? So Carter probably like, yeah, woo, it's your turn. All right, I'm good to go. I got another couple months. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that's who, how who, it works in this country, people. You have to realize that is the country you live in. 
everything that you thought was not like there's no way this could be true that uh yeah everything because everything you've been told is a lie history is a lie opposite do everything a 180 and then run the other direction and you'll be you'll be on the same page as, as the rest of us so yeah, yeah i encourage you to to reposition your reality but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about that here right now i think because oh, we yeah. only have 18 minutes left yeah yeah oh yeah definitely and, and, and i'll just say one thing really quick and then in the wall i'll transition over there is that after Ooh, I've, I've, worked, I've worked in i've worked in i've worked in you know the hollywood beverly hills scene i've worked in politics and i could say in both of those scenarios reality is crazier than the fiction you know what with the stories and the things that i that i heard and saw in hollywood is crazier than the things that you see in the tabloids and the things that happen in washington dc and in politics are crazier than what you'd see in shows like scandal and and the thing is that people need to realize no it, it's crazier and deeper than all the fictional all the fictional stuff but then that then leads to you know like obviously we've got the powers that be and the deep state and everybody that's really calling the shots and i think that that's a perfect example of what we were just talking about with with diane feinstein and a lot of these you know yeah. famous deaths and, and all of that but then that that then kind of leads into so then what do, what do we do do are are we hopeless it, because you know obviously we believe that you know the the elections are rigged there's election fraud there's people that are picking mm -hmm. and choosing winners and losers and deciding who's going to go represent us quote unquote represent us and so and and so you know what do we do because i i find that a lot of people are feeling a bit hopeless heading into this election of will my vote even count does all of this does all of this conversation even matter uh, well, I don't want you to feel hopeless. Uh, the reason why you shouldn't is because, and, and, and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta think about this. What have you been doing for the past three years? Think about it, because you're like people. Are, I'm fighting for the country. I'm working hard. I'm exhausted. I'm giving up. So, what have you done? I, I, I campaigned for candidates. Eh, first mistake, right? Oh, I gave money. Oh, second mistake, even worse. So I already. So they're thinking, well, what else is there to do? I said, okay, we're going to tell you that in a second, but I want to give you some examples first because none of that works. Okay. Everything that you've done that you thought was a, a viable strategy that, that gets the, the change happening, none of that has worked. And it's, but it's proven factual that it hasn't worked because you saw what happened in 2020. You saw what happened in 2022. So again, the definition of insanity is the thing, same thing over and over and expecting different results. So let me give you the best advice in the world. Everything that you've done for the past three years, stop doing it now and you're going to do a 180. It's like you're going to repent. You're going to repent from anything that you've done, not only from the spiritual side, but from like the battleground side and the, and the taking action side because none of it's going to work. Because as you're talking earlier, you cannot beat the system. It's a behemoth. It is a demonic behemoth, meaning the system, the election system, the entire election system is fundamentally designed to control the outcomes. And you are not a you are not a part of the outcomes. You're not a part of the process. You're not even part of the party that you think you're a part of. OK, so you cannot beat the system. So how what are you supposed to do? So, well, now what do I do? Do I throw my hands up in the air? So, well, no. Do I give up? I said, well, you never really started. You know, if you're doing strategies that have no way of winning, no way of moving the ball forward. You never started, so you can't give up. So I can't, no, not one person in this country can say, oh, I'm ready to give up because you haven't gotten on the battlefield. You haven't even gotten on the playing field yet because you've been playing with the wrong set of rules. You've been playing with the wrong strategies. So yes, you might be exhausted, but you've been, you've been literally like you've got, you went to the Super Bowl. You went to the Super Bowl to play in the Super Bowl. And you're all suited up, except that you thought you were showing up 
and you showed up with a ping pong paddle. Like you're against the, the guys who are the best at this, meaning the people that run the election system, which is not the people that you think, right? Because it's a uniparty, it has nothing to do with left or right. They're all friends. And I'll give you an example today that everybody was talking about yesterday and the day before here in, in uh, Mayor Corruption County, Anarchy, Arizona. And uh, uh, like, that's the problem. You guys are, you're, you're up against demons. You're not even up against human beings anymore because what they do to these elections, you cannot be a human being and be this evil and, and destroy the entire country based on the election system, not only the results, but the fact that they've stolen your sacred right to choose your representatives to your vote. So I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. Um, yesterday and the day before, everybody on social media, was talking about how Katie Hobbs stepped down from being governor. She's out of there. Carrie Lake's now in. Uh, governor Hobbs is uh, recused herself. Da, 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 da. Okay, time out, guys. Time out, guys. Okay. So first of all, I want you to re remember who the people are that were gaslighting you with that information. Okay, because I'm making a list. And I'm going to call them all out because this is the problem. So these people are supposed to be on our side, okay? I don't care how big their microphone is and I don't care what their names are. You have no business pushing stuff out there because you have a responsibility when you have a microphone. And I have to tell you that everybody on this network is pretty damn responsible when it comes to comes out of their mouth on the microphone, on, on what comes out of their mouth when it comes to that on social media and on these microphones and everybody on Jeff's network uh, Freedom First is also has a, a good amount of responsibility. Most of this, a lot of these other people, not so much. They're doing it for clicks. They're doing it for followers. And we're not in a point anymore where you can do that. You have to really own up. So these are people now that you either need to call out yourself or you need to stop following and listening to because they're being be completely irresponsible, right? Because then then the message about what really needs, what what is really going on gets pushed aside. So maybe they're the distraction. So maybe they are the ones who are starting you to look over here, but they really are, you should be looking over here. And that's the whole game because it's going to really kick it into gear right now because the, there's a lot of people that are starting to really pay attention, meaning we the people. And we're starting to, to uh, look at holding our, I call them the turds, legislate turds, administrate turds, and other people accountable. So that means they're going to be even sneakier and you're going to find out that there's a lot of people that you think are on our side that have never been on our side. I could start naming names, but we're not ready for that yet. And you guys don't need another layer of, of things to worry about when we want you to literally focus on taking action. But here's the thing, what I'm talking about yesterday. So in Arizona, and it was trending all over for like two or three days. So this is not, this is not me just saying, oh, Arizona's the best, because it's not. It's literally the pits of hell. This is where the demons dwell. And this is the hub of all evil comes out of this state in every single category, not just our corrupt and fraudulent elections. So see, people started pushing this out. And then, of course, you know, the comments, oh, she's in Gitmo and she's got another boot. And then, you know, she all it was it was just nonsense after nonsense. And I was like, wow, nobody that made these posts and you'll see the check marks and you'll see the names. Sebastian Gorka was one, DC Drano. These are just ones that popped off the top of my head because they were the first. I didn't really spend so much time on it because I lived here and I'm going to tell you why. So. I was like, that's interesting. Why did Kimberly Yee put out a press release when just two weeks ago, Andre Fontes, who's our Secretary of State, was governor for a day or two? Gee, how many of those loud mouth, irresponsible microphone, 
uh, attention-seeking SOBs that you think are on your side, spreading and gaslighting people, how many of them actually know that this happens all the time when a governor either goes out of town, sometimes it's out of state, most of the time it's out of country. So just because that, so, but they know everything about Arizona, right? They don't know shit about Arizona. Oops, sorry, this is bright town. Sorry, guys. And it's early. So it's like, we're asking, we ask these guys to jump on board when we have viable take action items and posts about what's going on in Arizona to help fix the problem, like our azsavesamerica.us campaign, where we want you to do the one-click emails to demand to ban the voting machines and to hold our turds accountable to investigate the fraud in the, and, and uh, fraudulent and corrupt elections. I can't get them to post that which actually is something that moves the needle that takes back the country, but they'll put that trash out there, which is a half-assed story, so they can get, you know, two million views about, oh, now Katie Hobbs is no longer governor, everything's cool in Arizona. No, no, no. So that's what I'm saying is the people that you're listening to, when you're getting your information and you're spending your time pushing out these posts, you got to be careful, right? So I'm going to call those people, all, everybody that did that post. I'm going to say, well, that's funny. Why didn't you bring up this information from two weeks ago when Fontes was? Oh, we didn't know that. Okay, well, so you just take what you selectively want as information and put it out there because now that story makes sense for whatever you're accomplishing today for what? So, so you get paid per click now, apparently. So is that helping you? So that's irresponsible. Okay, and that's not how our side's gonna win any of this stuff, especially when it all comes to narrative and messaging, right? So this is what I'm saying is, you've got a lot of people that a lot of people put their confidence into, there's there's noise, okay? So that's a waste of time. So anybody posted that stuff, those, those people are time wasters, okay? We're talking take action items in order to take back your country because my flag's upside down. You have 158 days from today until you can no longer take back this country. And the reason why, I'm in a, and I talked about this on Jeff's show that last week, because that's the first state primaries. That's actually March 5th. That also happens to be five states that are having their primaries. California is one of them, where Jeff is. And that's when you're going to have the primaries. The voting machines now are going to be in for the first primary race for the states. So you tell me how hard it's going to be to stop a moving runaway train at that point to get rid of those damn machines. Because if you have those voting machines, all the candidates that you think may have a chance, there's no way in hell they can win. You saw it in 2020. You saw it in 2022. The whole country can vote for Trump. He will not win. The election's already been decided, people. That's how advanced this system is. This system is an operation. This is a CIA operation and then some on how the elections work. And if you don't believe me, I've been investigating Arizona on November 8th for 10 months. Okay, 10 months. There isn't anything that I don't know that has happened in the elections here, which is a model for the whole country. And all the information that we've discovered has never been discussed at all, which blows my mind from the simplest thing to following the first statute, which is 16... 16564 that says you have to count the ballots before they leave the building. That's a statute. That's law. law. It didn't happen at 223 centers in, in, in Mayor Corruption County. I only focus on Mayor Corruption County since this is largest. So right then and there makes me go, wait, so we had all these audits. You have all these court cases. You have all these candidates. You have all these experts. You have all these people asking for all your money. 
donate here. I'm going to do the election integrity, which is a lie. That's not a thing. That's not real. It doesn't exist. Anybody that ever says those words, you run away. You <laughs> say you go and then you run away because they're lying to you. OK, so and that, that that's the simplest thing. That's no one's ever mentioned that. OK, that's the law. So the entire the entire election right then and there, the the vote, the ballots haven't even left the building at all these centers, voting centers. They haven't even left the building yet. And you broke the law, which means you literally you have an election that's not valid. And it's like it's, it's the polls close at seven. Let's just say about nine. Nine is when I left because I was a judge at the election center and is uh, the Islamic center. Which, oh, let me see you guys see the shenanigans that happened there. So I, I literally, I left at 9, so say that like 9, 30, 10 o'clock is when the ballots actually left the building. So that, so you got an election that should not have been, that, that right there by law. Okay, so none of this, you don't even have to worry about the slog files and the data things with the machines and the stuff that people don't understand or whatever. Statute, law says was broken. Election, null and void. Right there. No one's mentioned that. On that point, I think it's so important because because so many people are running around and they make all of this so complicated it's that I not. think it, that that it makes people feel like there's nothing that we can do. It's way too complicated for us to fix anything. And oftentimes, when you get down yeah. to the actually base issue, it's actually quite simple. But the reality is, you you can't you can't raise money. Nice, nice. But but the, here's the thing: you can't raise money no. on a simple solution. You have to no, raise money on a 68-point plan to fix the election system, yeah, no. and that that nobody can that nobody can actually implement. And, and that that's where it's like. So when we're looking at this, what what are the what's the game plan for us to actually fix this mess? All right, so let's let's get into that. So we only got five minutes left. And thank you for thank you for reeling me back in. I guess I get all I get carried away, people, because I get so pissed off, right? And that's where I need you to be. I need you to be pissed. So the actions are this. They're very simple. They're very simple. You need to hold your turds, your legislative turds, your administrative turds accountable. It's that simple, right? Don't worry about the fixing the election process. You can't do that until you understand how the infrastructure works, how that it is. And I will bring and I'll expose that information when the time is right. So I'll take care of that part. And then we'll take the next action steps from there. But for right now, what you can do is you have to hold your turds accountable and you do it in your own state. And we did somebody, one of one of our, well, I got a team now of volunteers, which they're actually from Jody Cox, which or, so they're not mine. I'm borrowing as many people that can give me like two free minutes of time. It's hashtag tag a turd. Okay, so hashtag tag a turd. You're going to tag your own turds, tag your any turds. So you have to call them out. You have to tag them on social media. You have to email them. You have to call them. And you could literally spend 15 minutes a day. And you don't even have to spend that much time. You have to hold them accountable. You have to tell them basically that they're POSs. And what you do is you tell them that you're not going to give them any money because they only care about your money. They do not care about you. They are not there according to what the Constitution says. Remember, all political power is inherent in the people. And the governments derive their just powers from the consent of the government and are established to protect and maintain individual rights. They are not there in maintaining your individual rights. So you call them up and you email them and you post on social media. I'm not giving you any money. And I want my money back from the last election cycle because I got sold a bill of goods and you do not do your job. You violate your oath every single day before you put two feet on the ground and get out of your bed. So if we all were doing that, if you then you tell them, I'm demanding that you ban the machines because your state legislatures, the turds, they have plenary authority to determine the manner in which elections are to be held. Okay? 
So that's technically that's only in the Constitution. It's just for the presidential, but it starts the conversation. And at least in here in Arizona, the Board of Supervisors are the ones like here, Mayor Corruption County Board of Supervisors, which is the meetings that you go to when you give your two to three minute speech and you tell them all this stuff that you're doing beyond. And which I encourage you to start doing that again. You need to show up, right? Stand up, speak up and show up. You do it digitally. You do it in person and it takes minutes a day, minutes a day. So, you know, we do these one click email all cam campaigns. Oh, the Board of Supervisors are the ones that have the uh, ability that they may or may not use voting machines. Okay, may or may not. Right. So uh, we what? But if only like at the last meeting we just had down there, there was about 15 people. 15 people up against a bunch of demons. Remember, these people are no longer human beings for what they've done just with the elections, not including anything else. You cannot be 100% human being anymore. So again, we are not up against humans. We are up against demons, okay? So you have to fight with different means, right? So you gotta get your spiritual battle going, right? You wanna pray, plan, take action. But for the most, for what I'm saying about for this is you need, you need to keep that in mind because you're playing you're playing against a whole different realm of, of an entity. So these people are demons. So you need to show up. You need to show up. And I say when it's volume. So again, we have the one click email campaigns. What I want you guys to do, and this is to hold them accountable. The reason why I want everybody behind Arizona is because there's not enough people in each individual state to make a difference. Again, if we only got 15 people to go down there, I need 1,500 people in person. So instead of just 1,000 people clicking on these buttons to send an, an, an email that's everything's done for you, if I had 1,000 in each state, now I got 50,000. So I'll be the, I'll go down there. I'll do what I need to do. I'll do the in-person. I have all the investigation stuff for the election. So you already have the Trump card coming, but I can, if I have the cure for cancer, but nobody wants to cure for cancer, it doesn't matter if I have the cure for cancer. So technically I have the cure for election cancer. But if none of you guys want it, it doesn't matter. So that's why I'm asking you to get behind us in this campaign in Arizona, because Arizona literally is the most important state. And if you don't believe me, how evil and demonic we are, we need you to go over to my Rumble channel, which is Save My Freedom, and you watch episode 175, and then you tell me if I don't know what I'm talking about. So I want you to go to SaveMyFreedom.us, SaveMyFreedom.us. You're going to go on there, and on, you're going to subscribe. And on the first tab is the uh, Ban the Machines campaign. You're going to click on that. It gives you all the information. It takes less than two minutes a day. Everything auto-populates. If everybody gets behind Arizona digitally, and then you join us on social media, on Twitter, because that's where we're calling these people out. We're tagging them and calling them out. Join us, jump on the board, and then we'll take care of your state. But if the top three states in the counties that are going to determine this election, well, actually can turn the election around, Mayor Corruption County is one of them, and we get rid of these machines, I'm telling you, the whole country changes. You can take it back. You have 158 days to make this happen. And join me and Jeff tonight on my show, 7 p.m. Eastern time. He's going to have the microphone for most of it. So I'm just going to let it roll for him because that's how it works. Everybody jumps on each other's shows and lets them run. So there you go. T tonight will be a lot of fun. I'm sure. We'll, yeah. I'm sure we'll be talking a lot of artificial intelligence and transhumanism and elections, oh, yeah. and all, it, it, it'll be a fun conversation. So make sure you guys are tuning into that. But Michelle, it's always a blast talking to talking to you. I always love all of our conversations. And the thing that the thing that I love as well, really quick as well, is that you're focused on action, and that's mm -hmm. what we need. So that's everybody, I, I highly encourage you guys go to our website, sign up, get involved. Again, what SaveMyFreedom.us, save my right? SaveMyFreedom.us. I'll give you, you do take action toolkits. I have another one coming out. I thought I was going to get it out this week, but I got, I got uh, uh, 
busy. So it'll be done tomorrow, but it's about Arizona, but it's about how Arizona and the video that I just told you about, it's an interview with Alex Newman and a friend of ours, Christian Williamson, exposes all these other things about transhumanism and AI, mRNA and bioweapons and biotech and all of that stuff that is destroying this country. And even the fake climate change is all coming out of ASU, which is run by the president, Michael Crow, who's also the chair of InQtel, which is the CIA's venture capitalist fund. So all of this stuff that you see, this whole great, great, great reset, that's actually coming from Arizona. Okay, yep. all of that's coming from here. All of those entities, they're all coming out of Arizona. That's why this is the hub of evil, evil yep. oh. demons. This is horrible. Absolutely. Absolutely. So everybody, make sure you guys are tuning in tonight. I'll be on with, with on Michelle's show. Uh, Michelle, I truly, truly appreciate it. We're going to be right back after this break, and we'll be, we'll be back with uh, my good friend Ann Vandersteel. It's about two in the morning here in uh, Darien Province, Panama. I'm looking at some of the uh, footage that we've taken over the last week in the jungle. Of course, I've spent many months down here in the Darien Gap over the last uh, two and a half years or so. And um, so you, you can see on this day, roughly 167 boats came in filled with, you can see how many people are there per boat. This is just one of the routes. Uh, many of the people are sick. Actually, Ben Berkwam and Oscar Blue are now very sick. Matt Tomlin is very sick. And Vandersteel is not sick. And I, you can tell I've got some very low-level symptoms. So actually, Ben Berkwam and Oscar Blue and Matt Tomlin are very healthy men. Yet when they've come out with these uh, aliens, they've, they've gotten sick three times now, the last three trips. Something's going wrong. And many of these aliens are fighting each other, uh, even killing each other and raping each other at times. We don't know who they are. They're headed to the United States. Right now, coming through the Darien Gap, maybe three to 4,000 per day, uh, 82,000 last month, but that number is clearly increasing. So here it goes, a total uh, wartime invasion. Your own government has the power to activate a kill switch on all telecommunications instantly shutting down all private phone calls and texts. An EMP weapon or solar flare can achieve the same result. Rolling blackouts or permanent power outages will also take out the power supply to cell tower antennas, rendering mobile devices all but useless. During these emergencies, how do you stay in touch with the important people in your life anywhere on the planet? The answer is the Bivy Stick at sat123.com. The Bivy Stick is a two-way satellite text messaging device that uses a satellite constellation, not cell towers, to send and receive text messages. It works anywhere on planet Earth, including in war zones or blackout areas. In unpredictable times, the Bivy Stick helps you stay connected when it matters most. Visit sat123.com to get one while they're still available. Hey guys, 
We are back. Uh, again, first segment, Michelle Swinnick, a lot of information. Again, actionable steps that you guys can be taking, and it's so important that you do focus on the action. It's not just the information. It's not just getting fired up, which which is important, but you need to follow up with the action. And so everything that I'm doing, I'm trying to focus on what can we be applying, and that's where somebody like Michelle Swinnick is so important when it when it comes to election fraud and understanding what we can do. So we're gonna we're gonna shift our attention a little bit. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about we're gonna bring on Ann Vandersteel. She she's been doing a lot of investigative reporting. Uh, she's been down in Panama uh, with her Operation Burning Edge. Uh, but Anne, welcome to the show. I'm glad we could sit down here and chat for this segment. Absolutely, Jeff, good to see you. And yes, I am back from Panama, back from basically two months of covering the border. And uh, the only thing I got for it is a bunch of ma major bug bites while I was down in Panama, but I did not get sick. I do not have malaria. I do not have dengue fever or tuberculosis or any of the other fantastic diseases that the migrants are bringing en masse into the United States of America at this time. So, hey, hallelujah to that. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Well, and, and I think that, that that's one of the interesting aspects that, that a lot of what you've been reporting and talking about as well is are the diseases. I think I think that that's something that a lot of people don't talk about. I think a lot of times Republicans and conservatives, when we talk about things like illegal immigration, we oftentimes look at it from like a more economic standpoint, which I think I think is important. But there is also a health aspect to this as well that I feel like goes completely um, untalked about. Yeah, there really is. Uh, first of all, that journey, let me just sort of recap. Michael uh, Michael, Jan and I did the entire, well, we were going to do the entire border from Texas to California in August. We left July, end of July, and we got as far as McAllen, which really isn't that far when you think about it, into the border as we journeyed west when we were approached by a federal whistleblower who had intimate knowledge of working inside of the largest NGOs, non-governmental organizations that were funded by our U.S. government to house children and migrants that were coming across the border illegally. So we ended up focusing on that and put a lot of information out. We you know, took over the Alex Jones show per Alex's request for four hours one day and had a lot of different uh, media colleagues that we invited along Operation Burning Edge to help expose stuff. We also exposed a big colonia being built in Texas by the developer Trey Harris, who happens to be funding a lot of the state senators in Texas, as well as U.S. congressmen, as well as the governor of Texas to the tune of $1.4 million. And this colonia, Jeff, uh, houses illegal migrants uh, by the tens of thousands, and it will hold up to 250,000 in the 60 square mile. Shout out to Spencer Lundquist with The Daily Wire, who came and joined us on invitation to cover this colonia. We put him up in a helicopter on one of two helicopter trips we did. And he surveyed, just like we all did, got a lot of footage and he wrote a great article and he documented what he learned um, a lot from what we also provided him, but his own research. And he did a fantastic job of, of summarizing what's going on with that development in Texas, which is one of many in Texas, in addition to others that are popping up. I mean, we can talk about Minnesota and what's happening there in Minnesota, right? So um, the different population. But uh, this is very concerning because these are all illegals and members of Congress, you know, like Morgan Luttrell, who also went on a helicopter with us to survey this, had received $17,400 as a, a campaign finance contribution from the same developer. Uh, he now has taken a very hard stance on this and wants it investigated. And what we were able to accomplish by flooding the zone with new media, forcing legacy media like Fox to cover it, is we now have 61 to 0, uh, the state Senate GOP voting in favor of investigating this colonia called Colony Ridge, or we called it Abbott City, uh, in addition to Ken Paxton, who's just fresh off his impeachment 
ridiculous inquisition that he fortunately survived. And so Ken Paxson, the attorney general, is now lobbying for an investigation, as is the lieutenant governor, Dan Patrick, also wanting an investigation. The only person who's not asking about it is Governor Abbott. And then you say, well, maybe it's because he took $1.4 million. I don't know. So it's a it's big deal that we were able to get that uh, in 30 days, get uh, laser focus on that. But from there, Jeff, we springboarded into Panama. So if you have some questions on the Colonia, I'll pause here and discuss that for a little bit before I launch into what where this flow is coming from. So well, I, I think the, th- the thing is, is that like a lot of times when we talk about illegal immigration, it's oftentimes under the guise of it, it's all the Democrats that want it. And sometimes it's like, OK, so there's some like Republican business people that want it for cheap labor and all that kind of stuff. But it seems like you're saying like Greg, like Greg Abbott's involved with this aspect. And I think it's important to note that this is not just a Democrat issue. This is also Republican political leadership being involved with, with a lot of this corruption as well. It's very true. In fact, you know, Greg Abbott um, has also got his picture and bio on the World Economic Forum website. So there's that. And clearly this is the United Nations, one world government's State Department, I would say, is the World Economic Forum. They're setting the policy with their very specific committee of 300. But, um, you know, the World Economic Forum believes in this one world government. They believe in a homogenized world. They believe that the United States of America is standing between tyranny and freedom, and they they want tyranny. And uh, Joe Biden, that meat puppet in the White House, is one of the WEF stooges, the World Economic Forum stooges, in so much as he signed on January 10th of this year, 2023, the Declaration of North America, otherwise known as DNA. I find that incredible, by the way, considering what we're going through with these clot shots that are changing your DNA. But I digress. The Declaration of North America basically erases the borders, eliminates the borders between Canada, United States and Mexico. And all three presidents of those countries all signed it. And it's really uh, very the language is all about diversity, equity, inclusion and migration, free migration and trade and all of the stuff. And when you go to the southern border in McAllen, Texas, where we were and we listened to Governor Abbott come and present after the mayor McAllen presented how, you know, how excited he was that McAllen and the Rio Grande Valley had a massive increase in their tax receipts because they're building so much retail and commercial. And you also understand that Michael and I spent time with some of the leading, the biggest growers in the Rio Grande Valley that produce vegetables for millions of Americans across thousands of stores nationwide. And they're battling their own government to keep them from paving over you know, land that's been in the family three generations, right? So, and then you listen to the governor and the mayor of McAllen just extol the fact that they are widening the international bridge into Mexico right there in McAllen because they want to import the vegetables from there. So it's, it's as if they're doing everything they can to tax the hell out of Americans and force import, you know, imported fruits and vegetables into our country and eliminate the fact that we should be able to be self, you know, food sufficient here. They want to outsource everything. Look at our energy policies, look at the food policies, look at the fact that you've got Bill Gates and China buying up farmland all over the place. And they're selling some of our most important meat packing plants like Smithfield pork to the Chinese. So we have a lot of concerns uh, with respect to the policies and the World Economic Forum is generating them in Abbott's control. So if you, you know, ask yourself, that Abbott now has a smoldering pile of poo at his feet with this investigation being demanded by his own lieutenant governor, 
his attorney general and 61 to zero you know, GOP state senators, then you have to ask yourself, hmm, is Abbott going to pull the trigger and do an investigation? And what will that look like? Because he has a rabid AG and a rabid uh, you know, lieutenant governor that want this done properly. They don't want just some coloring book version of it. They want a real investigation. And people are demanding it. So now Abbott has to sit or get off the pot, as they say. So we'll see what he's going to do. It's going to expose him one way or the other. He's either with us or he's not. It'll be interesting to see how how that plays out and then who actually does get exposed with that because because like to to me the the thing that I've been learning a lot about about especially about illegal immigration is how much everybody's kind of patting each other on the back and 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 you know whether you're talking about the Chinese Communist Party you know sending the fentanyl down to the cartels and then the cart the cartels coming across but we don't necessarily do anything to stop the cartels and you know they're they're using and abusing the the illegal immigrants that are coming across the border and then smuggling the 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 chi the children with child trap and the fentanyl it's every it's it's like everybody's working together in this coordinated process and like you said at the same time they were offshoring all of our manufacturing all of our food supplies like i remember i was just at an, at an event with with byron donald's where he was justifying us supporting ukraine saying that well it was it's but it's because ukraine they give us all the fertilizer and the vast majority of the wheat and i'm like we have so many farmers here in the United States that could be doing that. Why are we relying on Ukraine for wheat and fertilizer when we could be doing that ourselves? And at the same time that that's happening, we're importing all of these illegal immigrants from South America and Central America and in Mexico here into the United States while we're sending basically all the jobs and all the manufacturing and all the farming elsewhere. It that's makes right. no logical sense unless you're trying to destroy unless you're trying to destroy the country. You're absolutely right. And in fact, that's one of the things that I find I found so disturbing. So after we concluded in Texas and uh, we're, we're not done, but we moved to Panama to go down to the Darien Gap. That is exactly what I said when I was reporting down there was we were seeing mass migration on a global scale never witnessed before as far as, you know, uh, cataloging, you know, humanity in our migration pattern. We've never seen migration like this before on this kind of scale in the history of the planet. So it's pretty, pretty impressive what's happening, but it's also devastating, not only to the Americans that are here, that are having to deal with the crime, deal with the fact that we are, you know, don't have a place to house these people. And um, also they don't have any contributable skills in labor because all the labor that they were able to do, those jobs have been exported to the countries from where they came for the most part, it makes no sense. They're leaving the opportunities for what they're capable of doing to come to a country where they used to pay 25 cents for a cup of coffee and they're lucky to get one for eight bucks here in the States. You know, rent is extremely expensive. Now, here's where it gets interesting. These people all coming across the border, the minute they get a foot in, they're on the payroll for $2,200 per person per month, where the average American in social security is getting 1,400. So there's no equality they're just getting their equity, whatever that is. And that's being, you know, just decided by some bureaucrat, you know, that decides which way the wind's blowing. And so, you know, these people are also not uh, unaccustomed to living together in mass. So you, they're comfortable going into a one bedroom apartment with 10 people under one roof. It doesn't phase them. So they'll move into New York City with $22,000 a month and spend five or six grand on an apartment. Doesn't bother them because they'll still have a lot of money left over by all extensive purposes, and they know how to stretch the dollar better than Americans do. So they're coming into our communities and they're basically upending them. But here's the problem. We are going to be facing absolute um, famines in this country. It is absolutely clear the conditions are fully ripe. My colleague, Michael Yan, with whom I travel on Operation Burning Edge, has done extensive reporting on the fact that 
the nitrogenous fertilizers, which a lot came out of Europe thanks to uh, BASF, uh, have been shut down. And that's also thanks to Nord Stream being shut down. Uh, and the gas uh, uh, and the gas and oil coming out of the out of the Netherlands. We have real issues that are going to be challenging our farmers here to be able to afford fertilizer, and therefore they're probably going to shelve even planting crops next spring. It'll be too expensive. So these manufactured crises come at the hands and the peril of the government that is weaponizing people against people. And when you start to cram a lot of people that don't have the ability to work but can sustain each other if they work together and pool their resources. But when you run out of food in a city, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, we, you know, riots will ensue and it's going to get ugly and they're going to have to do something militarily, whether it's, you know, adding and augmenting the police force or sending in the military. But we're going to have a real problem because famine's coming, Jeff. And the destruction, the you know, the self-destruction as we collapse inward on ourselves based on all the exogenous pressures that are all manufactured pressures coming at us, our country is going to go through some very rough times. And I don't think the suburbs are going to be immune, by the way, because when there's no food in the cities with the three-day supply chains, uh, they'll be moving to the suburbs looking for longer supply chains. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, well, and and also, you know, specifically out, out here in California, we're intentionally, Gavin Newsom and the Democrats are intentionally setting up low-income housing in right in the middle right. of of the suburbs, and so right. you know that they're bringing all these people in. It was interesting. I was at an event the other night with Senator John Kennedy, and he and he was talking about illegal immigration, yeah. and it was it was really interesting because he was like, everybody's coming here to the states. Uh, claiming asylum, but he's like, technically, on for, according to the law, if you're claiming asylum, you're supposed to, you're supposed to claim it in the first safe country that you that you come into contact with. But they're all going through Mexico to get here. They should be get, um, basically uh, applying for asylum in the country of Mexico, not in the country of the United States of America. Right. Well, I'll tell you this much. You know, the United States flag is is pr uh, displayed prominently in all of these migrant camps down in the jungles of Panama. We saw it for ourselves. We documented it with footage. Uh, you've got people coming across the Darien Gap, making a six-day journey through treacherous jungles and mountains, difficult conditions, 50 people dying one day in a mudslide that while we were there, you know, tens of people dying every single day. Cinefront, which is their Customs and Border Protection Special Forces Unit, outstanding, by the way. Really, I have so much respect for the Cinefront folks. Uh, they're tasked with what their government's telling them to do, which is get these people in and get them out. And so, unfortunately, the first community these migrants come in contact with, and it's about four to 6,000 per day, are the Embarar Indians, which are at the base of the mountains there in southern Darien in a, in a, in a reservation called Baja Chiquito. These are uh, very simple people. They live on the river of the uh, Chukanakra River. They've lived there for 500 years in harmony with nature, doing agriculture and livestock, and they're peaceful people. Lovely, happy, sweet people. I just adore the Panamanians, the Indians, wonderful people. But the migrants coming through there have created an, a brand new economy for these people because those migrants were eating their food and they couldn't sustain that. They could sustain themselves. They couldn't sustain an extra 4,000 people. So not only has it brought disease to the Indians, but it's brought a new economy of you know Western Union and uh, phone services and clothing and going to get food. And now they have food and Mountain Dews and Coca-Cola is being imported with plastic and styrofoam and trash everywhere. The river is now getting destroyed. The jungles that they, the pristine jungles with endemic species are being destroyed. And you've got, uh, does, you know, the, the migrants are, uh, you know, as I said, getting the Indians quite sick. And Centerfront has only so many resources. Panama is not a 
uber wealthy company, the country, despite the fact they have a lot of money laundering there with real estate. And we all know about the Panama Papers, but in all in all, they can't afford this. And so the government has asked Centerfront to get these migrants through, put them on buses as quickly as possible and send them 12 hours north to Costa Rica and let kick that can up to Costa Rica and go, your problem now, because they don't have the resources or the money to, to put a wall up and stop it. All they can do is get them through as quickly as possible. And frankly, with the Americans planting flags in these uh, migrant communities and bringing all their NGOs in there, the Red Cross and UNICEF and, you know, all, et cetera, et cetera, they don't care about a UNESCO site of the Darien Gap with endemic species. They don't care that they're destroying an Indian population, despite the fact the Declaration of North America talks about protecting the indigenous. They're not doing anything to support, show support of these of these species, of the, of the area, of the ag, nothing. They are encouraging this migrant flow. They are in, basically, we are funding the gallows to destroy America. As you, as you were talking about, it's like you talk about all, all the plastic and the styrofoam and, and all the litter and the trash and all that. You would think that all these that the all these climate change activists would be opposing illegal immigration specifically for that to save to save the planet and, you know, in plastic and, and all that kind of stuff. So you, you would think that. But but I think that all of this leads to the final question. And I think that obviously there's there's a lot of you know similar you know beliefs on this. But what's the end game with all of this? Because this is not just in an American thing. This is not even just a World Economic Forum thing. Like, like when you think about it, all these different countries and all these different leaders are involved with this. They all kind of play their role in this illegal immigration and funneling people to the United States. What's what's the end game here, and why why is everybody participating in this? And, and nobody's like, yeah, you know, we might have a problem here. So the end game is twofold. One, they want the new world order, the one world government. And as I said, the World Economic Forum would be the acting State Department for the UN. They're going to take their marching orders from those stooges. And of course, the America, the idea of the Republic is standing in the way. You know, we are all armed, mostly armed uh, citizens here in America, and we will defend at some point when we feel threatened. And I don't think Americans are really going to wake up till the bank collapse fully manifests itself. Then they're going to go, wait a minute. Uh, but I could be wrong. It could be a trigger before then, but we're just not moving quickly enough on this. There's a lot of outrage, but not a lot of action. So that's that's problematic. Um, I do think, though, that, that the one place that we can look for solutions is an organization I have really embraced, tacticalcivics.com, because it actually gives you the opportunity to understand the problem and provide a very simple solution of citizen-run grand juries. And it's 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 actually manifesting itself county by county. We already have over 900 counties in America with a chapter. And that was done within less than a year's time. So we can now basically exponentially ignite that solution set to get all 3,100 counties engaged in tactical civics so that people understand that it's going to be the county, the local action. If you're waiting for Trump to come back, I love Trump, but he can't solve this problem except do an executive order. He doesn't have the, 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 the fleet in uh, D.C., the stooges, the web stooges of Congress to support him, unfortunately. So we got to do it ourselves. It's we the people. It always has been, Jeff. Yeah, and I think that that's that's so important because I, th I think a lot of times people people will get fired up because they they expect Donald Trump to fix all of our illegal immigration stuff or Mike Lindell to fix election fraud or this person to do this. And it's like, no, it, like you said, it always comes back to we the people. And unfortunately, because I think I think we see somebody like a Trump going out there and talking and tr actually attempting to do things, but he's also limited by the role of being president. There's only so much that you can do, and especially if you can only do things through executive order, that can just be undone by the next president, as we've exactly. seen with Joe Biden. Exactly. 
That's exactly right. And that's what we're challenged with. So with Dianne Feinstein passing away, it begs the question, you know, will Michelle Obama be nominated by uh, Gavin Newsom to, you know, to replace Feinstein? Will, and then she runs for president or will she be vice president? What, you know, what, what, what's the, what's going to happen here? Because I don't believe they're going to keep Biden around. So I think we're starting to see the deck get shuffled because they know they can't beat Trump. So I'm not sure if we're going to even have an election or one that we, we walk into polls and vote. I think it might be mail-in ballot only because I know they know they can't beat Trump. So, um, and again, I love President Trump, but he needs us to step up and do our civic duty. So it really comes back to the Americans. Do we want a country that was as our founding fathers depicted or do we want to be communists? It's That's what's on the ballot for me. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. So I just want to close out with this as well. I, th I, th I think you know Don we need Donald Trump to be our leader, where we are actually all doing the work. He's leading people to do the work, not leading people to follow him to, for right. him to do all the work. And that, that right. that's the kind of thought process that I think that we need to have. So uh, let everybody know how how they can tune into your show, get more information on the Operation Burning Edge, how they can support you guys, and all and and, and all of that. Right. Well, wonderful. So we have a, a Give, Send, Go at uh, givesendgo.com slash burning edge. Any support, we are really being funded by We the People to get this information out because it's quite expensive to do this travel. Uh, so we appreciate the support at givesendgo.com slash burning edge. And then, of course, you can watch me on rightnow.news at 8 p.m. Eastern on Brighteon. My show is Monday through Friday right here, 8 p.m. Eastern on Brighteon. Proud to uh, anchor uh, the Brighteon Network. It's just a, such an amazing network. Oh, no, absolutely. You know, Brighteon's always always been very good friends, even even us with Freedom First Network, and we've got a lot of, you know, cross-promotion working together and all that, so. And, and to Freedom First Network, because you guys have given me an, a brand new window into podcasting. You can hear me on Freedom First Network and uh, more than see me. So I'm super excited to be on the podcast uh, platform uh, because I just think that's by far uh, you're going to get bigger reach in the end because not everybody has time to watch, but they can listen. Mm -hmm. So if they want to know, if they want to see it, they can always go and find me on Brighteon, but you can listen on Freedom First. Absolutely. And it's a blast talking to you. Always enjoy our conversations. I, I truly appreciate you. Thank you so much, Jeff. God bless. Of course, thank you. Everybody else as well, make sure that you guys are going over to my Substack. Sign up, jeffdornick.substack.com. You can get all of my shows, articles, interviews sent directly into your email. Don't have to worry about algorithms, social media, anything along those lines. Uh, make sure that you guys are tuning in tonight. I'm going to be on Michelle Swinnick's show. We're going to have a fun conversation, so make sure you guys are tuning into that. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. We shall catch you guys next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.